Good morning, Dom. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Arrow. How are you doing? Fantastic. Dude, this had to have been one of the greatest projects you've ever been on because I'm from Montana. We grow up in Montana studying the wild, wild west. And I'm going to tell you something. You've made me a stronger student because of the real wild west. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm so glad to hear that you found something new to to uh, put in the hopper. Why don't we know the stories? I mean, you know, I, I came from the country of Wild Bill Hitchcock, and, 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 and we had Calamity Jane, and, I mean, the Wild West of Montana. Yeah, well, you know, it's one of those things that uh, over time, they, you know, the history of the West has sort of been bottlenecked in a sort of way that, we, you know, if you don't know, you don't know, and the, and the stories may not ever come up. And I think now with the real Wild West, there are some of those stories that can now be pushed into the forefront. You know, one of the things that listeners need to understand about the real Wild West, which is on Curiosity Stream, is that you're not challenging history, you're adding to history. That's correct. And, you know, there's just there's so much that can be added to make a much more full and clear and diverse story that that's one of the things that's just so beautiful about the series is that you can you can take the time and you can compare and contrast the things that you know already with the new information that you're finding, which again is, isn't necessarily newer information, but it's actually information that's been there the whole time. For the everyday average person, where does the Wild West really begin? Is it in St. Louis moving out to the to the West Coast? Where where was the actual placement of the Wild West? Well, in the course of this this show, it it begins just west of the Mississippi, mm-hmm. and then it shows the way that it evolves from the, the Louisiana Purchase, which is where you then begin to have that sort of history that goes from St. Louis going west, and then also the different journeys on the trails that opened up new parts of the west for um, American settlement. Yeah, that Oregon Trail. I mean, it it is so planted inside my heart because that was one of the things that we were we were forced to learn in the state of Montana because it went right through our territory. Absolutely, and even in the documentary, there's also talk of the Goodnight Loving Trail, the Chisholm Trail. Yeah, and um, it's it it gets into all the the nitty gritty of a lot of it, and there's some really great visuals as well, so that you can really get a sense of the evolution of the United States during that time, because there was a lot of movement happening. I mean, it was the core of discovery. And then after that, you had the Mexican-American War, Mm -hmm. and the Mexican-American War goes straight, almost straight into the Civil War. And then you go straight past the Civil War into the settling of the West and going into the, you know, the early 1900s. I mean, it's a, it's a quite a, quite a wild ride of seeing how quickly all of it happened. Do you get into the area of 1864 where it was illegal to be a Native American in the state of, of Colorado? Uh, it, it does get into the, the Removal Act and some of the different Plains Wars that had gone on. And that's, that's one of the, the sad truths of the history right. that, that um, well, we, we weren't that great to the Native American people. And, and that's one of the things that um, is talked about quite a bit in the documentary as well. Dom, how did you stay strong? And the reason why I bring that up is because I barely made it through the book, uh, Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee. And and I know that what life was like in the Wild West because it's such a part of my heart. But how did you personally stay strong the more and more you dug into history? 
Well, I mean, the thing, you just have to keep moving straight forward into it and, and try anything you can to make sure that you don't let what happened in the past mm-hmm. distract you from the, the story that you're trying to tell. And that's one of the things that's really um, was very powerful about this this project was being able to go past some of the hard the hardships and to be able to just tell the full complete story and i mean it's a lot of information so i mean it's it's not for the faint of heart yeah i'm i'm proud of the fact that that, that you've included everyone because people don't understand that african american men and women as well as hispanics were a part of the shaping of this nation and we need to find respect in their stories without a doubt and to be able to um, to be able to really uh, coalesce this whole story into something that that where you can you can understand that the southwestern part of the country was um, part of Mexico mm-hmm. and to see how that became it became a part of the Americas and also to see how it changed hands from from Mexico to the series of families in the Republic to then becoming the part of the United States it's something that you just that we have to contend with so that we can then understand you know where we move forward from there in a really weird way do you feel like you're a pioneer by opening up this conversation well i feel like i I'm, i do the best i can with it and i it, i think that with this documentary there is a sort of a pioneer spirit where just like manifest destiny way in the past there's a a, a destiny that this documentary has that is wanting to open the doors and 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 to really help strengthen and add to the story to make a more powerful, positive um, story of the West. Well, I, I got to be tell, honest with you here, Don. Is I, I believe that today's Wild West is 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 wilder than it had to have been back in the 1800s or even the 1700s because I've never seen more people so deadly than today versus then. Or or am I wrong? People are having large transitions of the American mm-hmm. identity, which is what was happening in the West at the same time. So I can see some comparisons that you could bring to it, but um, yeah, you know that people weren't um, people weren't. Uh, timid in the, in the whole in the old west there was a lot of violence that mm. went on i was doing some research today the average age of a person in 1860 was 39 years old I, did, did you see that in your research how how people didn't really grow into their 70s and 80s yeah i mean there were a lot of different things that were working against them between i mean there was of course, there was a lot of violence in the West, but I mean, there was also a lot of hunger and famine, and there's a lot of disease that was um, was a part of that westward migration out out to the the Western Plains. And so, I mean, there was a lot of things that were going against people at that time. Was the big rush the gold rush in California? I mean, even Montana had gold rushes, but not as big as California. Yeah, absolutely, and and that was something else. But people were. Uh, so fixated on on getting out there and getting out to out to where the gold was, you know, they they didn't care. They they were they wanted to go out there and do do what they needed to do. Yeah. How much focus is put on Lewis and Clark? Because I mean, the only place where Lewis and Clark, the physical evidence outside of handwriting, is Pompey's Pillar, just outside of Billings, Montana. I mean, because he he actually wrote into the sandstone. Well, you know, that's one of the beautiful things. They have a nice section on Lewis and Clark, and they're 
and uh, and Clark's uh, servant uh, York, as well as uh, Sacagawea, they yes. have a whole section that's talking about all of their their contributions to the the core of discovery. So there is a really nice section on Lewis and Clark. The myth versus the reality. How could, could you physically see the difference between the two, or did you have to dig in even deeper to find out if it was a myth? Well, you have to dig in deeper because, of course, with every myth, there's a, a little nugget of truth that's within it. So there, there is quite a bit of truth that's within the story that's been told. But when you go into the details, that's when you start finding the interesting new um, pieces of information that you might find. And it, it sort of opens the narrative just a little bit farther when you start to find all of the minute details that define some of these um, bigger events in history. Now, being connected to American music like you are, what was it like to be a part of this project? Because in reality, this whole entire documentary, isn't it a very long song in your heart? Yeah, well, you know, having having uh, done my album Black Cowboys several years back, this, this, um, this project in many ways took a lot of the things that I had researched when I was putting together the Black Cowboys album, and it, it sort of um, dovetailed right into a beautiful documentary film because it really opens up this story of, of the West that when it comes to the Black Cowboys of the West, they were the ones that inherited this Western history and Western culture that were out there, especially during the post-emancipation period. Mm-hmm. And so that was something that documentary brought brother on home for me wow I'm so proud of you on this and I cannot wait for the, the continuation of this because I just know somewhere in your heart there, there's going to be something that's just going to continue growing and keeping the conversation going oh thank you Errol. I appreciate that yeah I, I, I feel so inspired by this documentary I'm I'm not sure what it's going to be next, but I know it's going to be something big. (laughs) Well, please come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. All right. Well, thank you so much. Will you be brilliant today, sir? All right. Appreciate that.